everybody. Welcome to Dawson Starlings. Today we're going to talk about Season 3, Episode 23, True Love. Oh my god, it's the finale. <laughs> we made it, gang. We're here. Season 3 is ending. 23 episodes is a lot for it season of television now nowadays yes and it's such an odd number it's usually like 24 the hbo max episode summary says dawson realizes he's the one standing in the way of joey's happiness grams insists that jen and jack repair their damaged love lives before it's too late okay so this is a big grams episode yeah big time grams like she really shines but we'll get there <laughs> Also, Dawson, now you're realizing that you're standing in the way of Joey's happiness? Like, he's literally had such a short leash on this poor girl for, what, 13 years? Yeah. Well, but now he, now he knows. Now he gets it. He's so self-aware. God, what, what an evolved man. <laughs> this episode. Go ahead. And this episode, I was waiting for it to come, but the, this episode brought us the very famous Dawson crying meme. Mm-hmm. Were you so excited? I was, and I kind of knew it was coming because I recognized like his outfit and the shot. Mm-hmm. And I was a little bummed because it was so short. Like I really wanted it to be so milked, but it was yeah. just like he started crying and then I was like, oh man, we're out of it already? This is the famous meme. Don't they, like, no? Don't they know about memes? <laughs> yeah, and GIFs? This episode first air, May 24th in the year 2000. Um, teleplay by Gita Fattori and Tom Kapanos. Mm. Story by Greg Berlanti and Jeffrey Stepakoff. In this house, we respect women, so we're going to give Gina Fattori the whole episode of credit here, but what is up with this credit? Why is there a teleplay by and story by? The story by was probably like the the general pitch of like, hey, Dawson finally realizes that uh, he's a shitty friend. Now you go write that. And then the writers actually wrote that. That's probably how it went down. Probably. <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> um, this episode was directed by James Whitmore Jr. Oh, sounds so fancy. Wait, we would be, re- I'd be remiss if we didn't acknowledge all of our fans. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. This is very exciting. So we finally got some eggplant emojis. Because naturally we're big fans of eggs. Yeah, that's why you were, um, uh, uh, what what is it called when you eat eggs? Uh, <laughs> uh well, we're them. We'll circle back. <laughs> we'll circle back. We'll let you know. Yes, we got eggplant emojis. It was very exciting. The best part about it was that we got the eggplant emojis. The second part part second best part about it was that I was at Disney World when I got them. So I'm like walking around Disney World, reading Instagram messages with just eggplants and middle fingers, and it was great. Yes, it was so great. You guys, you're so cute. We love it. We got um, Laura May. Laura May sent in eggplant emojis. She did try and send middle fingers earlier, but I guess it never went through. Sorry, Laura May. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Um, And J. Cole is still listening. We didn't lose her. Yo, J. Cole. So we have at least two listeners. This is big. I mean, we used to have zero, and then we had one, then we lost her, and then we had one again, and now we have two. (laughs) Yes. 
So, so that's we are pretty cool. We are growing. <laughs> yeah. Very exciting. <laughs> uh, brings us so much joy. Please send eggplant emojis as you're listening to her. <laughs> Two listeners out there. <laughs> um, good job, Zaz. Thank you for reminding me. You're Not that so I would ever brilliant. forget. But, oh. I don't know. It seems like you forgot. Well, you know, I'm very tired. I'm drinking a hot toddy on a Monday Ooh. night. So, is it Monday? What day is it? Me and Kim both together, not together, but separately, um, got back from vacation in the past day or two. So we're a little uh, tired. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That was really good acting. Obviously, (laughs) crowd work aces, pretend sleeping aces. My whole thing. Yeah, that's great. Strong agree. <laughs> um, uh, cold open. Before I get into the cold open, what the hell, HBO Max? The screen cap for this episode is such a spoiler. It's Mr. Man meet Mrs. Creek walking down the aisle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we knew they were going to get married. Yeah, we knew that now, but if you're just like clicking on HBO, like Dawson's Creek season three, they're not, and you're watching from episode one, then you just see them getting married like right there on the same screen as you just trying to pick an episode where they're not together that is true big spoiler alert cap. yeah netflix wouldn't have done it just sure saying. shit they wouldn't have just saying <laughs> um but yeah mr man me and gail as much as we love them forever and ever um they really make a meal out of their second wedding to each other mm-hmm um, and Joey, of all of Gail's friends in the world, is her maid of honor. Like, Dawson, yeah. I get. It's their son. But then, like, Joey Potter is the maid of honor. Yeah. Who's maid of honor? Maid of dishonor. Oh. Um, <laughs> so Dawson, Dawson and Mitch are, like, ring shopping. They run into um, Gail and her maid of dishonor. And then Joe or uh, Gail and Mitch leave, leaving Dawson and Joey to just like awkwardly walk through town. Because Gail, Gail and Joey were like trying on dresses. Yeah, this is so weird. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> tell me why. Tell me, you hate it so much. I really do. First of all, Gail, this is your second marriage. That's the first of all. The second of all is it's to the same guy. <laughs> You really didn't need to buy a new wedding dress, have a maid of honor, go wedding dress shopping, and invite the entire town of Capeside. Could have been a quiet backyard barbecue. You know what? That's fair because it hasn't been that long that they've been divorced. Yeah, they've been divorced for like a season and a half. And we all know in in Capeside time, that's like seven years, but still. Honestly, even seven years isn't enough. (laughs) <laughs> time, I think yeah for this what any this any second marriage is a little cringy if it's too big and then the fact that it's to the same guy is like a big no-no so if you're planning on divorcing and then remarrying your um, current spouse just keep that in mind keep it out of our faces if you're going to do something different than what yeah we don't want to hear about requi- requ- <laughs> requited love <laughs> Much Why? as I, I love it, love, you know? I fucking love requited love. So do I. And, no, you know, unrequited love, I, I know, I hate to say it, but sucks. No, that's not the way to do it. 
<laughs> you're that I will never understand your thought process on that. I don't know, man. <laughs> um, so the scene, the cold open ends with Joey just being like Dawson's trying to be all overly appreciative of Joey being the fucking maid of honor. And not only the maid of honor, but they all they both have just one person standing up with them. Do we think Sophie Bob is invited? <laughs> is he not the minister? Oh, oh, I, I think I did recognize him. Yeah, that was him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but Joey's kind of given a vibe of like, it's just a wedding. Stop reading too much into this little shoulder shrug. Um, she's not emotionally. She's not there. Same, Joey. Same. <laughs> she's probably also like, why isn't this a just a fucking, you know, backyard barbecue? Yeah, exactly. Um, act one. Pacey and Deputy Doug are going over the boat for Pacey's boat trip because remember he's about to sail to the Florida Keys by himself as a sixteen-year-old. As a child, mm-hmm, um, Doug tells him that he needs to stop running from. Uh, Doug tells him that the things that he's running from on this trip won't disappear just because he's leaving. He needs to tell Joey that he loves her and tell her that he's leaving. Yeah, agreed. But also, running away from your problems is so much easier. Trust me. <laughs> So much better. What problems are you running away from? Unrequited love. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's not a, the only un- unrequited love in my life is when my dog doesn't want to snuggle with me. And then I, I go to pretty creepy lengths to get him to come over to me. And, and sometimes I have to be like, wow, you really need to chill out. My follower count is going to start dwindling. <laughs> um, they're lost. You know? I'd say. Uh, and then in school, Jack and Jen are cleaning out their lockers for the summer. So jealous of lockers again, as always. Um, and complaining about, did you have to do that? Did you have to clean out your locker at the end of the yeah. summer? Yeah. Yeah. Because you got a different one every year. Wild. The things I missed out on by having yeah. sunshine all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, as they do so, they're like complaining about their love lives. And then uh, dumb Henry comes over in his dumb two big shorts. And Henry and Jen use Jack as like a conduit to talk about how Jen is still mad at Henry and Henry is still the worst. Also, he lost his copy of Siddhartha. That's what he's telling her. How do you lose your copy of Siddhartha? I have two. Idiot. Totally. It's a really good book. <laughs> and <you're right. laughs> um, Jack tries to mend things between them. So he like, translates all their back back and forth and oh. makes it seem like it's pretext pretext for them still liking each other and then finally henry just goes straight over to jen and says she's sorry he's sorry she tells him oh, she's sorry too sorry she ever met him boom got him right and <laughs> right where it hurts sorry i ever met you hen and on that henry walks away bye so she's mad because he's going to camp yeah is it Boy Scout camp? It's football camp. Oh, cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Something there. Um, back at the Leary House of Wedding Planning, Andy's there to have Dawson sign her yearbook. Just She's um so lame. <laughs> so lame. Ugh. Um, and she wants him to sign it right on the picture of him and Pacey. Subtle. Very. God, none of these people know how to manipulate anyone else. Jeez. Yeah. 
Uh, they're too out front with their feelings. Uh, she also tells him that Pacey's leaving and invites him to the going away party, but it's the same night as the rehearsal dinner, so he can't go. Not that he would, but it's still a pretty solid excuse. It is. He's like, my parents are getting remarried after roughly a year, um, and the entire town is invited. And also Joey, have you heard of her? Joey Potter, she's the maid of honor. Um, so I got to be there. And Andy's like, hmm, oh, okay. That's a really good Andy. Oh. <laughs> it only has one thing. <laughs> one Aww. word. Well, also, Aww. like, she has this weird mouth thing that I'm doing, but you can't see it. Well, you can see it, but the the yeah. audience, the crowd can't see it. <laughs> Do you not have the close-up camera on your mouth? <laughs> not today, only because I don't have too much makeup on. Um, so it's mm. it's a big, a wide shot out to the crowd. But... <laughs> So you've got a 180 crowd around you, like 180 degrees around you. There's no one behind your back? No, no one back there. Um, It goes to the sides of me and all all around like a, a, it's a huge venue. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So. Good, 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 good. good. Then uh, out in a boat in Cape Side, Doug pulls Joey over for illegal possession of Pacey's heart. Oh, wait, am I going crazy? <laughs> am I starting to like Deputy Doug who threatened someone with a gun when he was accused of being gay? When he's not doing that, he's actually great. <laughs> he's a cute little sidekick. Yeah. Um, I also genuinely laughed when Doug goes, I clocked you going and Joey cuts him off with, you have a radar gun? Yeah, that was pretty good timing. That was pretty funny, Gina Fattori. Yeah. Italians are pretty funny. Strong agree. I mean, I agree too, kind of mostly. <laughs> kind of mostly. Um, Joy was going below the speed limit. Ugh, she's too good. Yeah. Uh, he actually pulled her over to let her know that Pacey is leaving on his boat trip. And he wanted her to know in case she needed time to like say or do something. I think it's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Doug's looking out for his baby bro. I don't know if pulling her over for a personal reason is a. Uh, you know, protocol, but you know what? It's Cape side. I mean, you know, we had to lend a little bit of, um, like movie magic to yeah, the scene. Creative right? license. Normally, exactly. Yeah. Normally we know that police always follow protocol to a T. So definitely, 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 definitely. Yeah. Got a big laugh from the crowd here. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Um, so Joey finds uh, Pacey at the store and confronts him about running away without saying goodbye. Oh, oh, well, it's oh. on. Oh. Sorry, it's a text I... from Elizabeth Warren. So, oh, sure, sure. So Joey finds uh, Pacey at the store and confronts him about running away without saying goodbye. Um, Pacey says he doesn't want to stick around for the summer to watch Dawson and Joey get back together. Um, he also says he didn't want to say goodbye because he'd figure. He'd, uh, you know, tell her everything, tell her his little heart song, and then she'd give him like a sad look in that classic Potter sarcasm, and then he'd leave without getting what he went there for, which is her asking him to stay. Ugh, it's good. <laughs> um, they uh, they kind of go back and forth for a minute, and she tells him that he's giving up, and then he points to the wall that he rented for her. And says that it's unfinished, just like them. 
He's so like pensive. Yeah. So confident too. Like us. Yeah, he is. And that'll be shown when he decides to take a paintbrush to the wall. Again, very Whoa. subtle. Okay, we'll spoiler, get there. Spoiler, we'll get spoiler, there. spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> Sorry. I, apo- I apologize. Thank you. Now, for the audience, do you also have the episode running behind you as well? Yes, and we have the technology, ready for this, uh, where when I stop talking, the episode pauses. And uh, when I continue talking about the episode, it continues. So it's always, yeah, I know. It's always uh, right there. I've been um, binge watching the dropout, so I have my Elizabeth Holmes like kind of on down. Nice. I haven't seen it yet, but I had hot toddy just sitting in my mouth. Oof! I was afraid I was going to spit it out. Oh, but you didn't. You swallowed. Good girl. <laughs> How do you feel about that? I'm fine because you know what? Wherever your head went, that's where your head went. <laughs> I was talking about an alcoholic beverage. Yeah. So was I. Act two, wedding rehearsal time. We've got just Gail and Mitch at the altar with the Reverend, and then Joey and Dawson at their side. And then pretty early on, like immediately, uh, Gail and Mitch leave to go get ready for dinner, leaving Dawson and Joey at the makeshift pier altar with the Reverend for just like a quick moment. It's a very nice little visual. Tip of the hat to James Whitmore Jr. as a nice little shot. Mm. You just did director fingers. Well, that's where the cam- we were putting the camera right there. Sure. Yeah. And they're on sticks. It's on sticks, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the director fingers, if you don't know, are like, um, you know, Spider-Man does webs. Pew, pew, pew. This is a less cool version. <laughs> yes. And it's like a peace sign, but like mm-hmm. flat upside down. Because that's how they're telling, they're like, we're going to face this way. It's so funny. Because in the industry, it, it's not a stereotype. It happens all the time. It's so funny. I'm so embarrassed to tell you how often I use it. And I'm not in camera. Like, you don't use office. it ironically. No, I don't. I will literally be like, this scene is going to take this much longer because we still have to turn around and I'll yeah. still use it. I'll be like, that's embarrassing for me. I use it ironically, like when I'm planning dinner, I'm like, I'm going to have my carbs here. And then I'm going to put my protein <laughs> here and then maybe some veggies here looking this way. We are cool. Cool. We are so cool. Cool cats. Yeah. So we've got that, uh, the shot of Dawson and Joey and then the Reverend and then the Reverend leaves. And then it's just them, Dawson and Joey. Uh, Dawson makes a comment about how he hasn't finished his best man speech yet and asks for advice to which Joey says she's not really the one to talk about romance these days and she kind of has that same vibe as the cold open very like i'm here that's the most you'll get yeah i am physically present we just said the same thing so cute (laughs) so yeah uh so dawson calls her out on it and says um she tells him that she's like she's doing the best she can and asks him to cut her some slack and obviously in this house, we are on Joey's side as we support women. We're on Joey's side. We're always. on Jennifer's side. Always. And in this house, we always support Italians. Except for Rudy fucking Giuliani. 
Rudy fucking Giuliani. Fucking Giuliani. I like Dawson's reaction of, cut me some slack. Don't make me feel like this. Like, she's stuck with him. Yeah, you know what? I actually had to agree with him in this scene. Yeah. I know you hate He's, like, weirdly rational when it comes to the whole love triangle thing. Yeah. Besides the fact that he's um, holding Joey back. Yeah, but he's realizing it. So says the episode summary. He's... (laughs) That's true. That is true. Uh, At Pacey's very small, intimate going away party, Grams is drunk. She can't be drunk because then she gets in a car. That's true. But the scene opens with a prelap, and then we see Grams calling out, Oh, look! Starlight, Starbright! And uh, pointing at it with like tongs and asking people to make (laughs) wishes. Everyone's like, Go home, Grams. That's my wish. That's my starlight wish. <laughs> my grams, my grams. My wish for you, grams, is to shut your mouth. I would fucking love to see grams drunk. Oh, yes. So as the group goes around, like, complaining about their love lives, uh, love lives, she shuts them up by telling them, them about the time that she met a boy who was leaving the next day. They had, like, a magical day together. At the end of it, he asked her to wait for him. And she froze. She did nothing. Then the next day, she asked her friend Sally to cover her shift, and she rode seven hours in a cargo plane to San Diego and kissed him. And this man was not Grams. Oh, Everyone's very scandalized by this. And I'm like, guys, how can you not see this coming? Yeah, I knew as soon as she talked. I was like, oh, it's not going to be Grams for sure. Um, and then he, she was like, and then he died in the war. Yeah, casual. Yeah. Um, and then two years later, she met Gramps. So she... So she moved on pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they had one magical day together and then one magical kiss. Well, if they were I'm meant to be. Fucking Mikey Schooner. Who's that? That was the guy. Oh, that was his name? Um, No, I just made it up because I forgot what his actual name was. But imagine Gramps being like, <laughs> and his name was Mikey Schooner. In fact... <laughs> Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. He used a lot of tongue, I have to say, little Mikey. Not so little, in fact. All right, let's move on. <laughs> you said let's move on like I was the one that was delaying this. You're the host. <laughs> You're the host. How dare you? <laughs> I didn't ask for this. <laughs> No, you didn't. Factually, you didn't ask for this. No, I didn't ask for this. You think I want to be watching Dawson's Creek? I'd rather be watching Run Tree Hill. Just kidding. I don't want to watch that show. Run Tree Hill? Yeah, it's a spinoff of One Tree Hill where they, it's the whole show exactly as is, but they're running during it, the into every scene. <laughs> I would watch that show. Yeah, I know. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we can't do Dawson or One Tree Hill if you think this podcast is going to take forever to do <laughs> One Tree Hill is like Ooh. twice as long yeah we've been doing this since 2020 <laughs> oh my god Jesus. is that true? <laughs> that can't be true no that no. can't be true that can't be no that, no, no. <laughs> my god I hope not I think Let's we started the rest of the episodes tonight <laughs> Okay. let's just do the whole series tonight <laughs> we'll be done with it uh at the rehearsal dinner dawson finds joey all sad on the docks 
Um, they both apologize for earlier, and Joey tells them that if they're going to have an honest relationship, she needs him to know that part of the reason she broke things off with Pacey is because she didn't want to lose him. Good. Him, yes. Honesty. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Me too. Yeah. Um, he, she says that their lives are all tied up and she can't lose him. But if it wasn't choice, and if she thought Dawson could forgive her, she might have choice, chosen differently. You think? Listen, he's learning. He's learning. Yeah, he's, he's a learning, learning guy. He's learning. I, I think I'm getting more stuffed up as I go. So he's learning. <laughs> we need Maddie back. She's a doctor. <laughs> Maddie? <laughs> Maddie. <laughs> um... And then Graham's back to Graham's, who might actually be drunk. I like yeah. it genuinely might be drunk because she does get in the car. But as she's driving home, Jen's like, oh, I, I miss Henry for reasons for that are unknowable reason. for all of us. <laughs> yeah. Who? Why? I don't know. I truly don't. I'll have more to say about this when we get to camp. Oh, OK. All right. All right. Um, so Jen's like, mm, I miss him. So Graham's turns the car around. Hitting some trash cans as she goes. Skirt. They're going to go and try and find Henry. They're going to like track down the bus to camp. Then as she's walking home, uh, Joey passes by her wall where Pacey has painted Ask Me to Stay on it. Very subtle. Yeah. And so then um, Pacey, okay. though, um, he kind of said, if you ask me to stay, I'll stay earlier in the episode. And she didn't. And now he's like, you know what? You may not have heard that. So I'm going to take this wall that I gave to you to paint and I'm going to paint on it myself with that message. And then maybe she'll get it. It is a very sweet gesture, but would have been stronger if leading up. No, no. Listen, I will never have a single note for Gina Fattori. Obviously. It would have been a stronger moment if that scene had not happened earlier. I agree. Obviously. Obviously. And if you didn't agree, I would change my mind. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, here we are at the scene. It is still a sweet, it's a moment. You know what it is? It's a moment. It's not a moment. Mm, it's just a moment. It's just a moment. Um, Spacey's there waiting for her. He has got paint on him. But unfortunately, the paint is red, and so it just looks like he was in a fight. Ooh, yeah. Oh. I mean, oh. <laughs> um, but he says that she was right. Him, Pacey leaving, would be giving up on her, and he's not ready to do that yet. But first, he needs to know that she's not ready to give up on him either. He says that he spent an hour and a half staring at that empty wall the night before after they talked. Just staring and thinking. And the way he figures it, it's her turn to stare now. And then he Ooh. walks off. Mm, mm, mm. Goosebumps walk away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, act three. Act three. <laughs> <It's>, okay. <laughs> act three. It is wedding time, finally. I am not sure why Bess is dressed like a jolly rancher. In a bright <laughs> yellow sweater. Bright pink shirt and a bright yeah it's it's a bit of an eyesore yeah but you know what i remembered is that bess is an artist i think she uh 
yeah. And I guess if you run the local Airbnb, like you're quirky. Yeah. So I think they're trying to like express that more in her wardrobe. But yeah, I mean, otherwise she kind of is invisible on the show now. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, so Bess is there. Everyone knows it. Uh, also in attendance is Pacey standing in the back. Like half and behind a tree, though. Like a real <laughs> he's like creep. leaning up. <laughs> he's in a little suit jacket, but a bowling shirt underneath. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird. It's weird. It's like weird that he even came, but he's like, I'm here for the parents. And it's like, my guy, I don't think they, they care that much if you're there. <clears throat> the day There's- was really special, but I noticed that Pacey wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I want to, the scene and so like they, you see Pacey there at hiding in the tree and then, um, we've got Dawson walking down the aisle with Joey clocking that Pacey is there. And, um, I wanted to, uh, give like a kudos to James Vanderbeek's acting. He listens obviously, um, in this scene because it is, he just looks like happy to see Pacey. And then genuinely pain to see Pacey. And it's like very well done. His little walk down. Such a quick little shot. But it was very well done. Yeah. Way to go, JVB. Yeah. He just loves Pacey and Joey so much in such different ways. But like. Well, yeah. And also he's he's still going through like this friendship breakup between Pacey and him. And that is also very sad. I don't think we talk enough about how sad friendship breakups are. I so agree. Obviously, you and I will never. <laughs> yeah, not if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> uh, because, As in, like, you're stuck with that... me. As in, you're stuck oh, with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, Okay, cool, 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 cool. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And I've honestly never been through a friendship breakup because I'm an amazing friend, so anyone would be an idiot to break up with me as a friend. Um, no, just kidding. I'm just a, such a people pleaser that um, I, I'm too meek. To- <laughs> Break up with anyone <laughs> as a friend. Um, uh, I think you're an Ace's no notes friend. So oh, I, no, I, I actually, I know that you were joking, but I think that someone would be an idiot to be like, I'm good on this. That's a wrap. <laughs> I'm good me. on this whole like friendship thing. <laughs> um, I had a friendship breakup in high school that was really hard. Oh, really sad. That is and sad. And then she bullied me. Ew. And then What's she signed my yearbook. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> That she signed my yearbook. You have the potential to be so awesome. And that was, I was like, okay. Ew. Potentially. I'll say it. I hate her. Wow. And I hope she's listening. (laughs) I hope she's not. I hope you're listening. Because you know who was awesome now? Kim. Found my potential. She found her potential on a podcast with at least two listeners. Yeah. At least. Hey, hey, does J. Cole listen to your fucking podcast? Uh, Probably not. Doubt it. Let me tell you something about J. Cole. Tell me. (laughs) (laughs) She's probably like, shut up. (laughs) If she was listening to her podcast, she's not anymore because I know where her loyalties lie. She is. J. Cole is like sweating from cringing so much. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) uh, I told my family to listen to this, too. (laughs) I was in the eggplants. (laughs) <laughs> we love eggs like that's it we're big fans of eggs i don't yeah. understand like what other meaning that could have no i have no idea and we love plants it's a combo mm-hmm. have we gotten any spec picks 
no spec picks. Mm, all right. Back in the car, <laughs> Krabs, Jack, and Andy are still bus hunting for Henry. I did think they were going to the bus station at first, but they are on the hunt. Um, it's before cell phones, so you just have to chase buses when it comes Yeah, they're to just love. driving down rural streets. Uh, they find the bus, and then Jen rushes out to confess to Henry. You said you had a lot of things, you had more things to say about it. Yeah, so Jen, we all know and love Jen Lindley. She's beautiful. She's a cardiothoracic surgeon. She has so much to offer. Henry, um, borderline stalker status. He used to wear a used mouthpiece in his own mouth um, and and has just rubbed us both the wrong way, Kim and I. So Jen is running through this campground with like all of these shirtless boys who are like jacked and very, very cute. And she's like, no, not you. No, 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 no. Thank you, though. Um, Henry, has anyone seen Henry? And Henry... Is, what is he doing during all this? Is he just hitting a standing pinata? in a way that he can hear her, but doesn't? Yeah, he's like giving it a little shake, and he's like, "Oh my god, Jen!" And ear <laughs> ear, and everyone's like, "Who's the hot chick here to see Henry?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, no, I know." And then like Grams is all like, she's got her little hands up to her chin, watching from afar, which is so weird because like this is your granddaughter. And Jack, this whole time, has been like, I have a life. But also, Jack, like, take a look around. Um, and then she's like, oh, my God, we didn't have sex on prom night. And everyone's like, why are you saying that out loud? And then, you know, she has this whole thing where she spills her heart out to Henry. And you're just like, get to it already. And then they kiss and everyone cheers. And I'm like, kill me. I, yeah, that's it. No, no, it's not great. You may um, not be able to hear it, but I'm getting a standing ovation here with my audience. I can, I can, Zaz, can you hear me? I can hear them. I can't hear you. I think it's too loud. It'll wind down in a few. (laughs) So stupid. So stupid. You know what I love about us? We really commit to beating a joke until it's not funny anymore. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, good for us. Good on you. <laughs> Not a lot of people are brave like we are. Yeah, we're so brave, so 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 brave. At the wedding, Joy tells Pacey that she can't give him a reason to stay. She says that she has so much to work through, and she just can't be the one to tell him to stay. And um, which is, I think, true. Yeah, so much maturity is being thrown around. Yeah. Um, Pacey says that then she's made her choice and that's at least she made a choice, which is, I don't think she did, but okay. Cause she's not saying she doesn't want him to say, she's saying that she has too much to work through. She can't choose. She can't be in charge of him. Yeah. She can't ask him to stay. She can't be responsible for that. Yeah. Um, but she, he says that she wishes he would have made this choice months ago, even though it's not a choice, um, would have saved him all a lot of time and energy and heartbreak. And then as they're like kind of staring at each other, uh, some would say longingly, Dawson walks out of the house because they're right outside of that um, three seasons room that they can't stop having all of their heart to hearts in front of. Like, sure. Go somewhere else. <laughs> um, uh, Dawson walks out because he lives in that house. 
and um Pacey starts to or Joey starts to walk off and as she does Pacey calls back to her and says I don't even get a goodbye and then Joey says bye Pacey walks off Mm, it's sad and that's their real goodbye (laughs) thanks a lot Dawson for ruining that (laughs) and then it's just the boys um I hate that I did that (laughs) (laughs) cut that cut that cut that <laughs> uh, then it's just the boys. Dawson asks Pacey what he's doing, and he says, um, Pacey says, I'm just here for your parents. Because as discussed. Yeah. Cool. Nothing would ruin the day more than not having Pacey there at the bus stop. Um Jen's uh checked her love confession off the to-do list for the day and says that now it's time for Jack to have his own confession. So the boys or the group. Heads to Boston. Oh, God. I forgot about this whole thing. It's so bad. Can we skip over it? Well, we can and we can't because um, so we we can in that it's just Jack going to Ethan, confessing how he feels and then Ethan and doing it in front of this person that Ethan is talking to. And then it turns out that this is Ethan's ex-boyfriend. They're back together. Uh, we can't skip over it, though, because Jack kisses Ethan in the scene and it is not just a smooch it is a historical smooch oh yes Uh, so this is the first kiss between two gay male characters on television ever for men yeah wow Wow. the year 2000 yeah such a shame things were really starting to look up in the year 2000 things were starting to really look up in the year yeah they really were (laughs) last good year the last good year, truly. Yeah. At least for yeah. millennials. Um, For anyone. No, yeah, no, I know. But like, <laughs> we got the global terrorism event, we got the global recession, then a global pandemic. And it's like, I don't have a career. <laughs> you know, it's like, how did I, <laughs> how did this happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were actually going to be bankers on Wall Street. <laughs> Yeah, and like be able to buy homes at the age of 25. That was supposed to happen. Like everyone in the 90s was like, don't worry, you guys, you'll be fine. And we believed them. Like idiots at the bus stop. Oh, wait, hang on. Anyway, that's the scene that happens. Oh, yeah. Ethan and Jack kiss historically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Historical smidgen um, for television and also for Jack, because that is the first time that he's smooched. And then immediately, rapid pace, rapid fire had his heart broken. Yeah. Oh, it was so bad. Poor Jack. Yeah, it was brutal. Um, Brad, who has like one line in the scene, is um, Ethan's ex-boyfriend. He's played by Burgess Jenkins, who has done a lot of work. Um, I recognized him as I, I was like, I know this guy from somewhere. And then immediately, as soon as I saw his IMDb, I knew what it was. And because I can't not mention it. He played Bobby Irons, the Charleston Chiefs coach on One Tree Hill, and he was a genuinely great coach. You and One Tree Hill, I can't. It's a crossover, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, back at the wedding, uh, da- Dawson and Joey dance. Um, Dawson says that he used to be able to look into her eyes and know everything that she was thinking, but not anymore. Also, not that either. No, I you didn't. Know. He probably just looked at her eyes and was like, I bet she's thinking about Jaws. I bet she's thinking about her favorite Spielberg film right now. Just like I am. Oh, my God. We're soulmates. 
Joy says that she was just thinking about the summer. So this is the, um, for clarity of like why she's so emotional, this um, Jack kissing Ethan scene comes after this scene, which is, um, comes pretty quickly after Joey has said goodbye to Pacey in a very quick like, okay, bye. Um, So Joey says she was just thinking about the summer because they didn't really get to hang out that much last summer. And they have a lot of things to catch up on. And as she's like listing all listing all the things that they're going to do, she starts crying because she doesn't want to do that. She wants to be with Pace Pace. Yeah. <laughs> Pacey Poo. <laughs> uh, and then it's wedding speech time. Um, Dawson gives a speech about how the first time his parents got married, they were really young. And when he was a kid, he would look at pictures and wonder why he wasn't in them. Because when you love someone so much, it's really hard to imagine that they have this whole life without you in it. Um, except us. We, obviously. obviously. Um, but I like that idea. That's like such a cute thing to think about a little kid being like, I don't understand why I'm not here. Well written. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Gina. G. What are you? Yeah. G. G. Listen, Gina Fattori, send us. What emoji should she send us? She, she should send us this emoji. Fattori. The Italian emoji. The Italian hand. Yeah. Yeah, that's the emotion I sent. The emoji I sent to you. I know. I got it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gina. Fattori. I legitimately do that when I'm mad. Really? Yeah, and people always make fun of me, but I'm just like, what goes on? Uh, act four. This scene is so fucking brutal. Here is the Dawson cry face. I have been so excited for you to get to it because this is the only thing you knew about the show before you started watching it. I know. That's why our um, Instagram profile picture is all the Dawson crying emojis in the back. This is the most spoiler free picture you could have picked. <laughs> yeah. It's you loved it. You said it makes you laugh so hard every time. Ugh. You know what? The meme is better than the actual moment. Yeah. Yeah. But it it was good. Um, I was like, what what are you doing with your face, my guy? Oh no. And then we're out. So it was fine. Yeah. It was quick. It was quick. Um so uh, Joey's out, or Dawson's out on the dock, and Joy jo- joins him. Um, she asks if he meant what he said in his speech when he said that love means you can forgive anything. It doesn't conquer all. Love ends and begins again. Um, he says, yes, he meant all of it, which is why she needs to go with Pacey. She had the opportunity to go to Paris last year, and she didn't go because of him. He was selfish, and he won't do it again. She has to go with Dawson, with Pacey. I agree. Um, Joey tries to push back and says, well, what if I want to stay? Dawson says she has to go. She has to see for herself. If he could stand there and tell her she's making a big mistake and she'll come back to him, but it means nothing. Those are just words. She has to go see for himself. Um, and then she says she wants to know that she, he won't hate her. And she says it doesn't matter because at the end of this, she's still going to walk away from him. And then, uh, finally Joey says that she has to go. Otherwise she'll always wonder. And even though, and then the scene ends with the cry face. Mm. Quick. Very big of, very big of Dawson. But (laughs) isn't that so interesting how like whenever you're being the bigger person or breaking up with someone as a friend or like even as a lover, you're so worried that they're going to hate you. Yeah. That's always the question. Like, I don't want you to hate me. Why is the opposite of love hate? Um, Glennon Doyle says that they are not opposites. 
I was setting you up for that. Boom. Out of the park. (laughs) What is it? Indifference? Indifference is the opposite of love. Yeah. I bet you T-Swizzle would agree. What's that? T-Swizzle would agree. Does she have a song about that? Taylor Swift. Yeah. I forgot that you existed. All my Taylor Swifties out there, you know. You know. J. Cole, you know, girl. This is so distressing. That I am a fan of Taylor Swift? That you weren't before. No, I used to very historically hate Taylor Swift. And then the pandemic came and she released Folklore. And I was like, this isn't bad. And then I went back and um, re-listened to all of her music. And now I, I, I have to be the bigger person and admit Taylor Swift hits. Wow. Girl drops bombs. Here's how I know that you really feel this way is that this is new information because we did not like her. No, I know. And I, I I don't want to betray you. This is not something I've broadcast out to the world. Even my husband one day was like, so is this like a thing now you're listening to Taylor Swift willingly and, and, and singing along? I know some words to her music. <sighs> yeah, it is very distressing. I know. I know. But how do you feel now that you've put it out into the world? Um, I didn't expect to come out this way. But um, sure, sure. I suppose it, it's time. It's time. It's time to admit that I think Taylor Swift is an excellent songwriter. And um, I like music. What a moment. Thank you. Um, thank you for your honesty. I'm so brave. And there we go. That's the scene. <laughs> um, something interesting about the Dawson cryface, um, because <laughs> it is a very popular meme. And so somebody, there was an interview with James Underbeek, and he talks about the cryface. And he, t- he says that he actually didn't know he was going to cry until he was in the scene. And I think that if you go back and I knew that going into it, I remember that. I don't know why, because my brain is what, what could it do if it wasn't filled with that information? Um, I think it's good for us to not know, but um, I, so I remember that going into the scene and watching it, you can see that he is, that, that is like very clear that he does not know that he is going to cry because he's, his acting is really good in the scene. Cause he's trying to do that. Like I'm on the verge of having a panic attack. I'm going to swallow this down and it's, fine i'm just gonna watch parks and rec on repeat and i think it'll be okay (laughs) that's that's clearly what kim does (laughs) oh yeah big time big time you know what a great a very nostalgic 2000s feeling is Mm. when you would fall asleep to like a dvd like a movie or a tv series and then you'd wake up in the middle of the night and the fucking menu is playing like nobody knows what that's like anymore like do you remember there are songs, yeah. there are sounds that I'm just like, oh my God, that was the sound of the like up in the air DVD menu. Nice. Thank you. Nice. 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 The Sex yeah. in the City DVDs, like all I hear is that dun, 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 on loop when I woke up <laughs> at 3 a.m. <laughs> oh, man. You don't have that anymore. No. Therapy should be cheaper. Now you're getting a standing ovation from my crowd. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, At the McPhee Manor, Jack's dad is um, building something. I'm not quite sure what. Uh, When Jack comes in all like 
dad because he's had his heart broken. He went on a road trip for nothing. And he went on a, he was, he actually was very brave. He was very brave. And um, his dad tries to talk to him and Jack, Jack says he doesn't want to hear it. And then after his dad pushes him a little more, he says that he kissed Ethan right before he found out he's back together with the coach from the Charleston Chiefs. And his dad's like, whoa, the Charleston Chiefs? I heard they just got Nathan Scott. Okay, rein it in. Uh, <laughs> dad gives like a, oh, well, that's interesting. And Jack like tries to pick a fight with him, which his dad calls out right away. Um, says like, don't, you're upset. Don't pick a fight with me. Legit. And then Jack says that he spent the whole year working on things with Ethan, and it's all a wash. This year's a wash. His life's a wash. And his dad, who is no longer a homophobe, I guess? Well, neither is um, Graham's. You know, people change. People change. Uh, tells him that his life isn't a wash. He's in pain because he put himself out there. And then poor Jack's, like, on the ground, and he says, I didn't ask to be gay. And his dad says, no more than I asked for a gay son, but boy, am I glad that I got one. Oh. And then he's on the ground with him and hugs him. Although it could be interpreted as like, yeah, well, I didn't ask for a gay son. So <laughs> how do you think You're I, I fucking am? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's not how it's meant, but yes, no, it I could know. be. Yeah. Um, but the, the scene blocking wise, which... Um, Again, I guess to people who don't know what blocking is, is uh, where actors are standing. Um, blocking wise is a great callback to the scene where Jack comes out to Andy and his dad and he cries on the stairs and kind of like sinks down to the ground and has to cry alone. Um, but this time he is in the kitchen. He like sinks down to the ground crying and his dad uh, comes over and just sits on the ground with him and hugs him. It's great. Great moment. Yeah. Growth, you know? I don't know what that's like. Me neither. But I hear it's, eh, I hear it's overrated, frankly. I'm sure, yeah. Uh, at the wedding, which is over and now cleared out, um, sad boy Dawson goes upstairs in his room where Jack, Jen, and Andy are all hanging out to cheer him up. Oh, I'm sure that's what he's in the mood for. <laughs> he is not. He says he needs some solo time, and they say, nope, he is sad boy, and he needs friendship time. Andy said, uh, our pain is real. That Our pain makes us real and we can't do it alone. And then the scene ends on Andy telling Dawson about the road trip as the camera finds and lands on the painting of Kid Dawson and Kid Joey. That he used to stare at longingly. <laughs> I don't think he will anymore. <laughs> um, and then on the docks, Joey is running. Not she unlike is. I did at the airport on Saturday. Oh, she's running for dear life in like little flip flops. <laughs> those things are gonna break yeah just stitch them take them off fucking run throw them in the cape uh, yeah um she's like calling out for pacey who just casually comes out of the bait shop with a snack he's just chomping and it's the boat um joy says that she wants to talk to him but he says it's too late she can't stop him that's not why she's there though she doesn't want to stop him she doesn't want to stop dawson she doesn't want to be stopped herself um she says, so she's just like kind of rambling and Pacey's like, I'm leaving. So if there's a point, you need to get to it because I'm on a schedule, I guess. I'm out of here. <laughs> he's going down to Florida. Yeah, but he's Canadian, isn't he? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't he know It was either. just because he played hockey. Hockey. <laughs> um, uh, after a beat, so Pacey's like, 
Joey's turned away from Pacey, and then after a beat, she turns around and says, I think I'm in love with you. Pacey says, you think or you know? And she says, I know. Yeah. I have to give uh, Jack, what's his fucking name? Jake, what's his name? Which one? Pacey. Jake Gyllenhaal. (laughs) Jake Johnson. Joshua Jackson. James Whitmore Jr. (laughs) I have to give Josh Jackson a little um, credit because he, we're on a shot of him when she says that. And he has a great reaction where he like smiles, but holds it back. And he says, do you think or you know? And I'm just like, yes. Make her say that she knows. It was cute. It was cute. Yeah. Got a little sweaty under the balloons. Your armpits? My armpits. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I call them my pitaloons. Um, yeah, and then she's like, I'm in love with you. And they kiss with tongue. And then she just kind of like hops on the boat and they go. Like, girl, yeah. you need a toothbrush. You need a change of clothes. You're going to be at sea. You will need tampons. Um, like, let's be realistic about this. <laughs> you can't just hop on the boat and get out of here. But that's what she does. And they literally sail off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Our season ends off on a shot of true love. Love Street. But at the end of it, Joey and Pacey are finally together. And uh, I like it. I'm into it. Yeah. Good season finale. Good season. Yeah, best one yet, I would say. Yeah. Good season. Yeah. Best one yet, I would say. <laughs> Next week is the hiatus episode. Zaz. What? What will we be chatting about for the hiatus episode? Um, a stellar, stellar major motion picture that defined many of our youths and adolescences. The great 2001 drama, Save the Last Dance. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> like, do you not hear that song as soon as someone says Day the Last Dance? Ugh, dance the circles around you. Ugh. Slamming. Slamming outfit. I can't, okay, this is going to be a very annoying episode, yeah. I can already tell you. It's going to be so good. <laughs> this is going to be 100% Zazz, and I cannot wait. Woo! Woo! It was Zazz. Oh, Yes. If someone, if someone wanted to talk to you about how amazing unrequited love is, mm. amazing it is, mm. amazing, amazing, where can they find you? You know what? Listen, we're in for a, a hot topic because I, uh, I'm not a fan of unrequited love. I know. I know. Um, but you know what? Listen. Life is about civil discourse. We can disagree. We can agree on different topics. So let's get into it. Um, at Ashley Zazz on Instagram. Let's not do Twitter anymore. Okay. I'm getting my Twitter inbox is full. <laughs> she gets that all day on Twitter debating I, you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's too much. And say Kim. Uh, yes, yes, but. <laughs> I love when people genuinely talk like that. Like, uh, bye now. <laughs> say, say, Kim. What say you? Um, if someone wanted to say, 
Uh, in fact, um, if they wanted to, you know, really get your qualifications for what is a decent spec pick to send over, like where could they find you? Well, um, send me your spec picks and I will tell you if it's a good one or not. She'll give feedback. Um, yeah, I'm happy to give feedback. At Kim Moffat on Instagram and Twitter. At Kim. Oh, we're not doing Twitter anymore. Well, uh, you can. I am certainly not. Your body, your choice. Um, and if you like what Zaz just said, you can hear a lot more about me talking about that on at Kim Moffat is here on TikTok. And that's it. And the show, no social means needs. That is so untrue. How dare you lie to our at least two followers? <laughs> I would never lie. I would never lie. At Dawson's Darlings on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So if you've been sending messages to Dawson's Darling. That's not us. That's not us. You make sure you make sure you don't look for the blue check mark. Because <laughs> we don't got one. Oh, no. Not to brag. Not, Not to brag. brag. We have at least two hundred Instagram followers. Over, in fact. Oh gosh, we're popular. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Completely confused by it, but we're not going to stop. <laughs>